Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. My husband and I were watching a karate movie a few days ago and it was about a young man who stood alone against this criminal syndicate that was in his province and he was in a province in China. Now, these people were trafficking young women to the United Kingdom. And this criminal operation had been going on for quite a number of years there. And everyone around him told him to ignore it. And they said, that's just the way life is here and for him to accept it. Yet there was something inside of him that kept driving him to do something about it because he felt that it was wrong. His beliefs were firmly cemented on what was right and what versus what is wrong. And so one day when he was working, he noticed that these group of men had these women and the women were in chain and they actually had had, a, had cages there for them. And so this young man fought those, those men. And when he fought all of those men, he defeated them. They went and told the main syndicate that was operating there about him. So there was a fight and they were going to fight. Whoever won the fight would adhere to whatever their demands were, the one who, who won the fight. And so this young man went up against these criminals, but his friend, he didn't know it, his friend had made a deal with these criminals, even though his sister was with them, that the criminals were going to give his sister back to him if he allowed his friend betrayed him. And that's what happened. His friend allowed those criminals to get close to him. And what he did was he gave him a towel that had something on it, which blinded him. And this young man, when he had been trained to be a fighter, his teacher trained him how to fight in case you were blind. And he did it by put, putting him, him on a blindfold on his eyes whenever he was training. So in the event that he would lose his sight, he would know how to fight. In this particular case, that's what happened because his friend who betrayed him gave him a towel that had some ingredients in it that, that made him go blind. When he started to fight this young man, he was knocked out by those who were representing the criminals. But he rose up because he thought about the training that he had. He thought about what was at stake. He got up and he couldn't see anything. But because he had been trained with blindfolds on to fight that which he could not see, he ended up defeating this syndicate. And the whole syndicate was brought down and the town was restored to the way it should have been. What am I saying? God is speaking to us. He's speaking to his people and he's saying to us that he wants us to see in the in invisible realm of the spirit, which is just as real as seeing in the natural realm. Today's episode of Phyllis is a new creation is to know that you know. Now, it's important for us to recognize that demonic spirits that are led by the kingdom of darkness today in our world are very aggressive, they are bold, they're unrelenting, and they're coming after our inheritance. That's what the Holy Spirit put in my heart, after our inheritance. Now, a person that's an heir, H-E-I-R, is someone who has been appointed to receive an inheritance. And that definition is from God questions. 
And so we as people of God, we have an inheritance. We have joint, we're joint heirs with Christ. We have the inheritance that he has. And in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, I'm going to share with you the English Standard Version of the Scripture. It reads, speaking of us, those of us in the body of Christ, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. Did you hear that? Peter is describing right there the inheritance that we have as a result of what Jesus did on the cross when he defeated our enemies on the cross and he was raised from the dead, had all power in his hand. And when he left here on earth, he, in the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, he said he, when he left here, he would send, he wouldn't leave us alone. He would send the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came with cloven tongues and there were people speaking in various languages, we received the Holy Spirit, those of us who are in the, in the household of faith. And so we have the same inheritance that Christ has. And since we have that, we're able to defeat these spirits from the kingdom of darkness because of the spirit of God that dwells in us. Now, we as human beings... We have inalienable rights, and these are rights that can't be taken away from us. They're rights that are given to us by God. Now, in addition to rights that are given to us by God, we also have certain attributes that God has given us that cannot be taken away. And what we're facing today is the God of this world. The devil himself and his demons, they are attacking with a fierceness our identity. I'm going to name some things that they're really going after to try to destroy. Our identity, the identities of human beings. And if you look in the book of, take a look in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 27. I'm going to share the New King James Version of the scripture. It reads, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Did you hear that? As I said earlier, our enemy, the God of this world, the devil, and his demonic forces are attacking the identity of mankind. And we can see its impact based on even the language that we're hearing. See, one way that the enemy attacks what God has established is he tries to change the language or change how people communicate. And one of the things that we're seeing as it relates to identity and our identities being under attack is in the language. For example, we have people will say that this person is a trans woman. Right, the term trans woman, T R E N S, woman. And what that is is that a trans woman is a biological male who identifies as a woman. So they are being transitioned from a man to a woman. So they call themselves a trans woman. Likewise, when someone calls themselves a trans man, you have a biological woman who identifies as a man. So they are transitioning from a woman to a man talking about to know that you know so the enemy what he does is that he attacks people's identity 
God has already said in his word, we read in Genesis 1.27, that he made the male and female. And since God made the male and female, there is nothing to add to that. There's nothing to take from that. There's nothing to multiply with that. It is what God says that it is. And it is two genders, male and female. So when you're hearing trans woman, trans man, that's something that mankind is instituting. That the enemy of our the enemy of our soul is promoting, talking about to know that you know. In the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, and I'm going to share with you the New King James Version of the Scripture. It reads, Now when the tempter came to him, this is when the tempter came to Jesus, and he was tempting Jesus in the wilderness. It says, Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Did you hear that? See, the tempter, the enemy, he was speaking to Jesus. He said to Jesus, If you are the Son of God, he was attacking, questioning Jesus' identity. Are you this if you are the son of God? Are you the son of God or are you not the son of God? If you are, then do this. But Jesus corrected him. First of all, Jesus knew that he was the son of God. But he corrected him and he said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So Jesus settled that once and for all talking about to know that you know so the number one thing that the enemy is is attacking that we see during this time is the identity of people the other thing that the enemy is attacking is our posterity p-o-s-t-e-r-i-t-y what that means is that the enemy is attacking all future generations of people that's what posterity is is our future generation of people and the reason why I say that is that this is a crafty devil who is focused on wiping out all of humanity. All of humanity. How does he do that? First of all, he's attempting to, to wipe out the identity, who people say that they are, male or female. If you have a woman who is being transition or having surgery to become a man and you have a man who's transitioning to have surgery to become a woman that means that there can no longer be any procreation in other words when they change their gender they think they are but when they change and they do things to their bodies they can no longer reproduce talking about to know that you know so if the enemy can get people to not be able to reproduce then there will be no more people we have to look at this, what's happening today, from God's perspective. It's much more bigger than it just being a group of people who want to be set free to do whatever they want to do, to live how they want to. It's much bigger than that. It is a plan by the enemy himself to completely eliminate humanity. And how can he do that? One way is through identity. Attack the identity. Have them to change their gender. Because that way, eventually, if more and more people do that, 
more and more people won't be able to, to reproduce. And plus the implications of these surgeries we're finding out too are very dangerous. So some people may not even survive them long-term. It's just that dangerous. So the enemy is coming after, he's attacking humanity from a different perspective. He's attacking humanity from the perspective of, of who God made humanity to be. And he's deceiving people into attempting to change what they cannot change. They can change what it looks like on the outside, but they still are who God said they were. They still are the gender who God said that they were before the foundation of the world. And so this is very important for us to understand. When I say to know that you know, the Holy Spirit gave me that that title because he wants us to go deeper in just knowing things on, on the surface. It's knowing by his spirit what's happening, what's going on today, so that our posterity, our future generations will know how to fight, how to fight and how to defeat an enemy. God is saying to us by his spirit, Holy Spirit is saying that we must have the mind of Christ to defeat the enemy. Because many people are using their natural way of thinking, their natural way of reasoning and understanding and making decisions that affect their lives from day to day. But they don't know that the decisions that we make today, which will impact our future, have to be made by the Spirit of God in order for us to survive. See, in this new era we're in, the Lord is require, requiring us to be led by his spirit in all matters. I can give you an example of a situation I faced. And I was facing the spirit of divination. The spirit of divination is a spirit of witchcraft, a spirit of sorcery. And I've le I learned through that experience, the Holy Spirit helped me through that experience, how to depend on the Lord to defeat. In this case, it was a spirit of witchcraft, it was a spirit of divination. It also was operating in religion. And it was a religious spirit that was posing or pretending to be a servant of God. It was in the household of faith. And I remember receiving communication from someone who, was, who actually was operating in this spirit. And when I received, when this communication I received was an email, it was an email that this person sent me. When I received the email, all of a sudden I felt very confused. There was like a spirit of confusion when I, when I received it. It wasn't that I was confused about what I read, but I just all of a sudden felt that I didn't really know how to respond to it. I can't really put it in words, but it was a, it was a feeling of confusion afterwards. And the Holy Spirit instructed me. He said, take a look at those emails. What was happening is that the person was sending me emails. And when I would respond to the email, when I see the person again or follow up with them again, because we just communicated through email, they would say, well, I never received. I never received your email. I never received. You didn't. You didn't come back. And I check, check the email. The Holy Spirit said, look at them closer. What it was, was that this person was sending me emails from different email addresses that were very similar. But let's say the, the last letter would be different. So read that person's name, number one, or that person's name, a small letter. Always little things or letters that were changed in the middle of it. Always small things that you wouldn't have been able to really tell on the surface. And what they would do is that they would send it from one email 
address. And then I answered that one and they would close the email. It would bounce back. Sometimes it would come through, sometimes it wouldn't. So I got really frustrated when I was trying to send them communications early on and it got kind of confused because I thought I had the right addresses. So th things along that line were happening that I didn't know at the time that I was dealing with a spirit of divination, a spirit of witchcraft. And there were other things that this person would do um, that I, I noticed that were kind of uncommon. But the Holy Spirit let me know. He said, this is a spirit of divination. This is a spirit that wants to control things. Talking about to know that you know that you know. Because we have to be wise. We have to be walking in the wisdom that comes from God. Because it can be small things like that that can take you off track. And you not even recognize it. Talking about to know that you know. In the book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 16 through 19, and I'm going to read also verse 22. And I'm going to share with you the New King James Version of the scripture. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this scripture with you is because this is the scripture that the Holy Spirit gave me at that time to defeat that spirit. It was a spirit of divination. It was a spirit of witchcraft. And it was a spirit, a spirit of Jezebel, all wrapped into one. I gave you one experience I had with that particular spirit, but I had several experiences with that same person, that same spirit. And every time it was, they came a different way, but every time I defeated it because I did it by the spirit of God. And so this may help someone. If you hear this scripture that I'm going to share with you, this is the scripture that the Holy Spirit gave me as it related to just defeating that particular spirit. And the scripture again is in the book of Acts. Chapter 16, I'm going to start with verse 16, and I'm going to go to verse 16 to 19, <clears throat> excuse me, and then verse number 22. And it reads, and it's the New King James Version of the Scripture. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination met us. This is Paul speaking. Who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and Silas and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. Okay, that's verse number 19. Now I'm going to read, read you verse number 22. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrate tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. Did you hear that? This particular spirit met Paul and Silas when they came to this town. And on the surface, it seems that what she was saying was rather harmless. But let me read that to you again. It said, this girl followed Paul and Silas and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. That's what she said. And then Paul, it says, but Paul greatly annoyed, turned and said to, to the spirit. Now that was after she had done this for many days. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. 
See, Paul is said very annoyed. I can relate to that because when I received the communication from, like I told you, this person who was sending me communication and sending me from different email addresses, I became confused. So what am I saying? When you are dealing with witchcraft, when you're dealing with divination, because I didn't realize at the time I was dealing with the spirit of divination until the Holy Spirit took me to this very scripture. When I asked him, what spirit is that? Because every time I receive an email from this person, I get confused. and I knew it wasn't normal. And I asked the Holy Spirit, what spirit is that? And he said, Python. Python is the same, same spirit as the spirit of divination. Divination and Python and Jezebel, all of those are in the same category of spirits. So that's what the Holy Spirit said. He said, Python, divination. And this is the scripture he took me to. I'm sharing this with you because these are things that you may not necessarily hear day to day when you're even at church. But these are spirits that are in operation and they're right here in the word of God. This era, we have to know how to defeat the enemy. And the only way we can defeat him is by the spirit of God, being led by the spirit of God in all matters. And this is just one example. In the book of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, and I'm going to read you the New King James Version of the scripture. It reads, and here, before I tell you what it reads, it, Jesus is, is sharing here the importance of being born of the spirit, allowing the spirit to drive everything that you do. But this, again, John chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, and, and this particular scripture reads, Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Did you hear that? Jesus made it very clear to Nicodemus. He was a Pharisee. And he also was a member of the Jewish ruling council. The ruling council was the Sanhedrin. So he was a very powerful Pharisee, powerful leader in the Jewish community. And he did not, yet yeah, he didn't recognize it, the concept of being born again. Because remember the Pharisees, they were very literal in terms of, of how they looked at the, at that time, is the book of Moses. Or the Pentateuch is what they were referring to, or what they went by. And he was a Pharisee, so that's what Nicodemus knew about. But he didn't know about being born again or being born of the Spirit is what Jesus was talking about. Or another term is being born from above. So what Jesus is saying here is that, as I was talking about earlier, being made anew by allowing the Spirit of God to lead you. Talking about to know that you know. And that's very important in this day and time we're in. You must allow the Spirit of God to lead you in everything that you do. Because before we're born again, we only see our world through a natural lens. By our human nature. And Jesus is saying, you must be born from above. I like to speak to those today who heard this message to know that you know. And you are convinced that you don't know. 
You are convinced that you must be born again. You're convinced that even God is drawing you. If you are that person or you are those people, this is your day. This is the day that God is calling you to himself. So I'm asking you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I know you're speaking to me today. Because when I first listened to this message, I couldn't stop listening. I thank you that you're calling me to you. I do want to be born from above, as Jesus was talking about. I believe that Jesus died for me on the cross. And I believe that you raised him from the dead. And I'm asking you, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Let me be a part of your family. And I thank you. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for Phyllis's New Creation. And remember, Phyllis's New Creation exists so that you will know how to apply God's word to your everyday life. Today's message, to know that you know, is the Holy Spirit speaking to us directly that we must know what's happening around us by his spirit. For those of you who would like to sow into Phyllis's New Creation, I have two ways you may do so. The first way is that I have a cash app and my cash app is dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. Again, dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. And for those of you who like to write, you may write and send a check to Phyllis's New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. Again, that's Phyllis's New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. And reminding everyone to go up on my website and take a look at the things I have up there. I have a guide that you can use if you want to study certain scriptures and you can study that guide and get more acquainted with scripture and the word of God. You can hear any of my other any of my other podcasts are up there for you. There's so many opportunities for you to be able to expand your walk with the Lord by going up to the website. So I invite each one of you to go up there because I know that it will bless you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today, God. I thank you for speaking to us about to know that we know. And I pray that every soul that hears this message will share it with their friends, will share it with their family, and allow you, God, the King of glory, to come in. Who's the King of glory? The Lord God, strong and mighty. The Lord God, mighty in battle. Have a wonderful day.